Welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Vikings. This is season one, episode five, entitled Miracle, written by Eon McNamee and directed by Hannah Quinn. I gave this episode an 8.7 out of 10. I really like the politics. King Canute has come out of the woodworks and he has announced his intentions. Surprisingly, King Edmund is spared a very gruesome death. Well, technically, technically, he was going to be given a rather uh, merciful death considering what happened to... Uh, oh, fuck. I forgot his name and I was just remembering him because he got the blood eagle treatment for uh, his um, betrayals. <laughs> we got mention of Ragnar Lothbrook in this episode as well as ivan the boneless some of our classic heroes from the first viking series it's gonna drive my drive me nuts that i can't remember the name of that king but yeah that's that's a way to go <laughs> um i'm totally gonna get after this i know it's just gonna be one of those summer reruns i'm totally getting mimi and shy to watch the first four seasons of vikings because <laughs> i can live through that shit again damn i love that show um and they might love it after the first five seasons but i never got i, I never got uh first what i was talking about it's late so i'm all types of slurring my words but the first <laughs> um four seasons and then i think they only they ended around season seven I don't know but i wasn't as keen to follow ivan the boneless even though i liked his his introduction i just i didn't like after about maybe the fifth time i got exhausted <laughs> i started watching the first three episodes of season five and i was like yep i'm already over it so let's talk about this viking series and not reminiscent about the past we're going to start with freitas's story line since she didn't have anything last week of course she arrived in Uppsala. she's like that uh girl that's got the glow or an aura around her because she always being called out as special and that's exactly what happens when she gives her offering and i can't help but feel the person or people behind her feeling some kind of way that they didn't get asked personally by the priestess to come on in the sanctuary bitch you just jealous of my super saiyan swag she is considered the last several times when she visits the seer because they send her on one of those trips those psychedelic trips she sees herself running away from a group of people that are calling out her name i thought it was the little village maybe it was but it, I, I i actually don't know 100 percent sure it could just be the same set piece but they're calling out her name and she runs away and i would have thought it was that village except 
she mentioned she was uh investigating the past or that was something that happened in her past so i was like yeah and that was her as a little child right so yeah something with her past apparently i don't know but he said don't visit me again he is past present and future she then wakes up well that was before she had first she had the sword um presented to her in a way i love the aesthetic of it all her in that white gown then they give her some of the great juice (laughs) and then she starts convulsing and then they put the sheer blanket over her and then the sword and then that's when she woke up in the field talked to the seer then she's back in the tipple just tripping all types of balls because that's what you do when you come to Uppsala and she starts worshiping the gods when all of a sudden she kind of gets a feeling in her soul that something ain't right of course it is not and I felt real bad for the the healer in this case because um Yursa is alive but she is not strong yet she's still close to death's door if i was yersa i would have just went ahead and presented myself like this woman took me in she has a daughter let me not be a bitch a callan in this back room when this man is clearly threatening her and worse a infant i would have said here i am bitch i'm going out taking those 10 steps needed (laughs) before i would have died anyway you tell him i'm coming and hell's coming with me you hear but alas this weird scene ensues where it is terrifying because he's got her baby he uh makes the sign of the cross on the child in blood and then puts it on the healer she runs outside just as he's killing yersa and he is surprised to learn that it was a woman that took out his berserker and then she is surrounded by all of his other men so i'm guessing they're gonna slaughter everyone in this pagan village because it seems that is their particular motto Freitas wakes them in the middle of the night the priestess and says i need a horse they give her the really cool looking sword and off she goes probably gonna show up to a massacre let's go over to london where everyone is very much in a good mood celebrating the fact that they have taken over london olaf immediately lets <laughs> Harold go and have his fun like get your revenge bruh I'm gonna go over here and kidnap the queen because I got other plans I did laugh how he killed that one person that pretty much ran into his axe like what were you thinking he finds queen Emma and her ladies she demands to speak to king Canute but he says will I do later he reveals his goals or his plans 
he has kidnapped her sons and plans to hold them hostage so that she will reveal where her gold is because later on king canute learns that she is the richest woman in england money ain't a motherfucking bribe it's a sport i invented to win when i watch and known all the rights and the lights and the locks even known all the ice and the sprite you just drop get money she's also apparently a member of destiny's child along with godwin King Hanute said, I showed up playing chess while y'all playing checkers. Uh, Harold immediately wants to kill Edmund. <laughs> Godwin has also been captured. Uh, I like that they, that Harold was sitting on top of a chair on top of a table. <laughs> Just to give him authority in the room. However, he is stopped from chopping off Edmund's head uh in lieu of king canute saying i need him and this is this is not going to go good for you if you decide otherwise so harold has been lied to and he is not very happy he's even more pissed when king canute sends his men unarms him and brings him into a room for a request help me help me Nigga. I was fully feeling Harold's anger. Like, dude, you brought me in a whole damn army all the way for revenge, and you have plans to be king of England. However, he get he tells him there's nothing you can say to convince me, and he's like, Well, I actually had an ace in my pocket this whole time. Did you know that your brother that loves you so much and you would never betray? has a son named magnus so you promised to be you have been promised to be king of norway after he dies except he's going to pass that on to his son naturally because why wouldn't he and of course this gets uh this gets him back on his side because king canute says i can promise you norway so harold goes and finds queen emma (laughs) i loved how the scene unfolded where the door just opens and the guard slides down he's like come on grab your shit here you go yeah i'm olaf's younger brother nice to meet you let's fucking go he uh wants queen emma king canoe because he after having a one-on-one with edmund he realizes that the plans the very smart strategic plans that i for some reason would give him credit for really were the plans of his mother and he wants to meet that woman and thus why he has her sought out he presents her during the celebratory feast as you know because they they revere people who are good warriors they're like hey you uh you you made some good defense moves we appreciate you we honor you for that sit at the table right next to me (laughs) um the king of striona or no what did they call him the uh 
Oh, they had a word for him. It wasn't. It wasn't Earldom. Was it Earldom? Maybe. But he shows up, Striona. And he's like, Yeah, if you had attacked, you might have overtaken me. So, like, I appreciate you. But also, why did you do it? Basically, because I decided it was better to break my oath and make a deal with the enemy than to actually fight for my king because i don't fucking like that dude these motherfucking bitch ass niggas so he invites him to the feast as well um (laughs) during this uh all of this politicking going on poor poor Liv is got an arrow stuck through her she's trying to drag her fellow greenlanders out of the water Leif finally find Leif finally finds her and he does a viking funeral for them he then uh attends to live he takes the the arrow out by pushing it all the way through and then he attends to her until he is called away by king canute because he has to go to the celebration he is then given credit where credit is due known for who he is in the world now instead of being the son of someone and he definitely likes the taste of glory harold is of course acknowledged saying what you gave me is worth more than gold and he's like yeah i'm gonna keep your promise to that olaf is looking shifty between everybody like i feel like i'm being fucked over here and he is even though he's given a huge fucking thing of gold he's like this is not the gold i was looking for he's like you got me fucked up i know that's uh richard's croesus over there and i got her children and she immediately goes i cannot drink king canute because my children are in danger and i'm concerned because the person that is threatening their lives is at this table he's like don't worry about you don't worry about it boo i got you because i got intentions all right i got serious intentions he then tells everyone that there is a a betrayer traitor in their midst someone he can smell their ambition of because striona says look basically when you go back i'm gonna hold things down for you here (laughs) i couldn't do it with that big ass accent you completely misunderstood what the plan was sir and brings in a log so that he could (laughs) chop his head off and he's like why what the fuck because i'm going to be king of england oh i ain't got no fat motherfucker west side bad boy killers you know you know who the menace is niggas we bring it to that was dumb on his part to assume that he was going home and he was so disrespectful to edmund that's supposed to be his liege and for all that godwin definitely is a slippery snake he at least stayed loyal up until it was until the end until it was clear i didn't i didn't even really put together that he saved harold harold does go to him the first time like uh so you said you saved my life and why did you save my life he's like because i'm a survivor he's like uh-huh so i need you. that was when he needed his help before 
a fighting queen emma <laughs> he kept asking to be unlocked and he's like i'm i'm not doing that i don't know why you think and he wasn't wrong you spared my life i spared your life that's considered even and, and <laughs> your freedom wasn't part of the deal and you definitely being treated better than some other folks around here uh so king canute sends harold once again to to try to get godwin to give up where their children might possibly be held by olaf he's like i'm not talking to you because you already made it clear that you don't fucks with me and i can't get ahead (laughs) with you and then king canoe comes in and says well my promise do so he plays a friar ends up in the camp uh, where the kids are being held kills the guards and steals the boys king canoe comes to emma's bedroom with her hair all down and drops the boys off even winks at them like yeah i'm totally gonna fuck your mom she looked at him like i'm gonna fuck you too (laughs) not only are you a warrior not only do you look good not only are because vikings were very clean compared to to englishmen vikings were were very like englishmen would bathe once a year and vikings would bathe at least once a week and back then that was considered a lot but they also did like morning abolitions it it was important them to them to be groomed to be well scented to be athletic like they did have a type of swagger that would be making european women drop goo and that's part of why a lot of englishmen also hated them so much (laughs) and why there are so many romantic novels out there right now it's whole genre for viking warriors and english maidens so yeah that concludes that particular arc now when Leif goes back to talk to Liv and he's like where 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 is she because she's not in the tent and then she got he <laughs> I'm gonna get it together he goes out and finds her she's all sitting up taking a drink still a little weak but for the most part you know looks like she's gonna heal she's gonna make it she's like uh yeah thank the gods he's like yeah yeah about that though because he left a cross in her hand before he left and she calls him out on it like yeah when did you become non-pagan or do you just want to talk about the fact that you became christian she wasn't judgmental she's more like you looking for this you gonna mention this at all because he tells her and i kind of felt bad for her in this moment because she was like so we can go home after he tells her that freda's debt has been cleared she really wanted to go home but he's like no i want to stay here there's a life for me here people know me i kind of want to not go back to my very uneventful existence (laughs) in greenland which is cold as fuck so he says i want you to stay with me and I knew there was some romantic tension between the two i ship it i like them together but i have a feeling it's gonna end in tragedy i just have a feeling because 
because a it looked like that was his first kiss ever which was adorable and b she wanted to go home (laughs) so that's just setting it up that this is probably something's gonna go wrong and he's gonna blame himself he does also later talk with harold who says that look i think i sold (laughs) my soul to the devil because king canute has caused a rift between me and olaf like the cards are on the table now and i'm not sure if i should trust that but uh i don't even remember what what he replied to that to be quite frank Leif, he said something to cheer him up that was very <laughs> poetic and then he's like enough about me what is bothering you my friend my brother i love their bromance so much and he's like yeah so i'm pretty sure christian god your christian god is like basically saving me and shit because there was a lot of arrows coming my way and they seemed to all mysteriously miss me that's called a miracle and this is also what people turn to religion for because they can't account for the impossible or the the very 0.000 chance like how can i be that 0.000 chance yeah well that's why the 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 math is there (laughs) it's not absolutely zero um but yeah and it also he believes helped heal live because he left the cross with her versus the fact that she was strong he's accounting religion for for his own accomplishment a little bit so that's interesting to see but he does say what if i'm not a a christian and he tells him it looks like uh god believes in you so doesn't matter how is that gonna work out with him and his sis i guess they're just gonna have two different destinies because hers is definitely um doubling down in the pagan side of things whereas he is becoming very christianized and considering that she also now has a love interest that is christianized for the most part uh, i don't i guess that's that's gonna come to a break at some point i feel maybe not this season i'm actually not sure if it's been renewed for a season two um actually it has for a season two and three so there we go <laughs> that answers that question uh what else happened this episode that i might be missing i don't think much else uh other than leif is now a hero and this is going to cause more issue between olaf and and harold but what's gonna happen now that king now that king canute has declared himself king of england and even edmund said how is this gonna work edmund did take a lot of glory out of striona being executed because <laughs> uh, he was disloyal to his king and i love the the effect of putting also the <laughs> putting it right there canute's a badass i gotta say because he put that axe there like a that could be you and b look what i could be you know i could be a good ally see 
uh and he's like look the nobles respect you and as long as you keep them in line we ain't gonna have a problem because they're gonna be co-rulers so this is uh this is turning out to be thoroughly engaging i wonder how far they're gonna take the viking history because it is very sprawled out it's not just uh norway or sweden or greenland or iceland you know they eventually the vikings are the gauls they eventually became the franks a lot of european history involved with the vikings and how they spread out all over the place so uh i wonder a bit how they're how much they're gonna bring into that and and how many how many things they're gonna do that's maybe a little bit more uh what's the word i'm looking for more in the aspect of the idea of uh haken being someone from africa if they're gonna explore that idea of the trade system of the islamic nation that was prosperous at this time uh, the byzantine empire there's just so many other things going on in the world that vikings had their had their hand in so i mean they can really spread this out and it could definitely be a lot more i felt like the first or the first series of vikings was all about england and viking in um norway and Cadigate. but now we can actually start branching out a little bit further if that's where they want to go and i think i've rambled enough and we do have feedback so let's hop on in to the mailbag What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Vikings um, Season 1, Episode 5. Um, I'm trying to get better of recording right after I watch something. Um, I watched this a couple of days ago, and I wanted to sit on it. And then I'm like, why am I waiting? I should just record right after. So from now on, I'm just going to record, assuming I don't watch it super duper early, at like 4 or 5 in the morning. But... I'm going to start recording right after I watch it because I waited too long and now I'm having trouble remembering. So I'm really just going to stick to my main points. The first thing I want to talk about is I knew King Canute was not going to kill King Edmund. It turned out way different than I expected. I'm not going to lie, but I I knew that what happened was going to happen. And I, I knew that Harold was not going to get what he wanted by getting the head of King Edmund. It just did I don't know what what gave it away, but I knew it wasn't going to happen how it happened. Or I I knew it wasn't going to happen the way it was supposed to happen. And (laughs) Harold was so mad. And Edmund, like, that that moment right before that sword was stopped going towards his neck, I knew he realized he fucked up. Um, I'm actually surprised that whatever Harold's secondhand man, I told you, I don't like him enough to care about his name, so I refuse to learn it. But I'm surprised he wasn't killed immediately because it seems like, okay, Harold saved him from being murdered, but Harold wasn't there in the beginning. So I don't know how it works. I'm assuming there must be rules, like based off someone's rank or 
if a person surrenders you don't kill him because at that point Edmund had to know he was fucked and he wasn't gonna win so he must have just surrendered I think that's how it worked and then when you get killed it's not right there then and there it's however they plan on doing it I I just I don't know um I thought I knew the way like I, I know there used to be like a there are certain rules that you have to follow in in war and I don't remember how I learned that but I know I learned it but then I watched Game of Thrones and all that shit just went to hell so yeah I don't know what the rules are but um I I am actually starting to become a very hard stan of King Canute because (laughs) the way he was in there was like you know so this strategy this plan that you came up with you came up with it all your own and Edmund was like, yeah, puffing out his chest. Like, dude, first of all, let it go. We can tell that you're petrified. Like, you're not fooling anybody. So shut up. Just listen to the man. Like, what do you have to gain by being tough? You done already got your ass handed to you. And you're not even selling the fact that you're a tough guy. Like, you are you weren't looking like you were unscared. You looked terrified the entire time you were talking shit. So to me, it defeats the purpose. You don't look tough. You look fucking pathetic. (laughs) Let me get this last jab in, even though I'm clearly petrified and I'm scared shitless. It was so embarrassing. But even King Canute was like, look, shut up. Just tell me who came up with the plan. And my girl, Emma, now she was a boss bitch. She didn't look scared, even when like she was on her throne and she knew that the, the, um, people were coming in and you know these are vikings and if i remember correctly she's a viking right like that was one of the things i remember them saying right at the beginning and that's probably how she could think of the way they strategize and even be able to tell her husband before he is thread i think is the name before he did what he did that what he was planning to do was a bad idea like don't do this to the vikings it's not it's not gonna go how you think it's gonna go um so she when her like ladies were like petrified and scared and crying she sat on that throne with her head held high even even though i know she had to be scared because who knows like there's no like they don't respect you i i don't know watching um black sales made me think that all they did for women was just rape them like that's they beat you and raped you and then they killed you like that's how you ended up so she must have known something bad was going to happen and she wasn't scared and she really impressed me but the way King Canute knew that it was her plan and went to go find her and then he knew that um Olaf was behind taking her she oh I just love her so much um the way even when she was scared for her kids she never let her kid her boys see it just everything about her I just loved it I loved her so much and Olaf little scummy dragon oh I cannot I hate him and I didn't like him from the beginning but like if why are why are you promising your brother the throne when you die when you know you had a son like everything he's doing like he's doing for I guess some type of like treasures and I guess I don't know what I know they call it clout now but I know that's not what they call it back then he's trying to rise in power and it's pathetic and it sucks and Harold is just sitting there stuck in the middle he he wanted to be king of Norway but he also like I think more than anything he wanted revenge for his brother um and it sucks that he doesn't get it but 
I mean, I feel like in the end, this is probably going to be better. He probably don't see that right now. Um, so <clears throat> it's I'm, I'm really looking forward to see where this goes from here. And I agree with you. I do like Leif and um, Harold's relationship. They are clearly bros. And I I knew when she went in the water, I was hoping she that Liv wasn't dead. But <laughs> I don't know what it was about something that when he like... When he saw his brothers, uh, I'm talking about Leif now, Leif. When he saw like her dragging them out of the water um, and and he saw that she was shot. I don't know, it was something about the way he was looking at her. I was like, oh my God, are they, like, are they a thing? Because this whole time, you never got the vibe of any kind of like, anything other than a platonic relationship between Leif and anybody he like he clearly he loves his sister and he loves the Greenlanders but you never got like I don't know if that was intentional or if it was the actor's choice if he was trying to hold on to it but I just I never got any kind of shipping vibes from any of the the females in Leif but for some reason when he was looking at her with that bullet in or it wasn't a bullet it was uh an arrow when the arrow and the guy was like you know you leave it in she's just gonna bleed slowly you pull it out uh if you like if you pull it out she's gonna bleed out within seconds and he's like if you what if I push it through and he was like well I don't think she's strong enough for that and then Liv was like I think I should be able to decide what I'm strong enough for and he like held her I don't know it's just so, something about that vibe it was in that moment when he held her when he was like getting ready to like push it out of like push it like all the way through I was like oh my god I I'm feeling something here I'm a little feel a little of these ship tingles and by 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 the end when he was like I'm not going back to Greenland uh, you know they Freitas is we got back her um her debts paid we and she was like oh we can go back and he was like I'm not gonna go back I don't have nothing there for me and I'm making my name a name for myself here and I want you to stay with me I was like oh my god are they gonna be and I don't know what it was about that moment that I was like it was from when he pushed that arrow all the way through I started shipping them and then when he was in front of her saying I want you to stay with me like my heart exploded and then when they kissed even though it was a very like gentle like timid kiss I loved it and I I know you're not a shipper and I know you have more of a, a shipper heart for the bromance between Leif and Harold but I didn't even know I wanted this ship until it happened I don't know what it was like she they, they're just really cute and I liked every second of it however I do think him having this um crisis in faith but even, and this is just something I kept forgetting to bring up. I never saw anything that, to me, that made me think that Leif was like Freitas when it came to their religion. Because even when she would say things like, I'm going to pray to the gods for you, or we see in Valhalla, like, he never, like, said anything. Like, I, I don't think he was very strong like had a very strong faith and maybe it had something to do with his dad or maybe it's just him but even throughout this like from the beginning to now like he never did or said anything that made me have like that that belief that he was like a strong believer in paganism he just didn't 
say anything and he would look all kind of like and like indifferent when somebody would say something and I think he respected their religion like their beliefs but I just never got that vibe from him and then you thought it was a daydream when that little girl put the uh cross on him and I was like I don't think that was supposed to be a daydream I saw him holding it when he got when he thought he was dead he woke up and was like oh I thought I was dead and that just proved you were wrong Christina that wasn't a dream that was real life but I was like the thing that I I guess like I, I don't know because I'm not religious maybe I can't understand it but like I feel like if he like you know every ever since he got that thing things have been working out for him but he could have easily been saying oh the gods are they're not ready for me to be in Valhalla like I don't know why some people decide you know signs mean one thing and then some people side the because I'm sure everything that like whenever he didn't die because he had like nine lives live and um his Greenlander friends were like oh yes you know the, the God saved him they're not ready for him to be at Valhalla but he the whole time was thinking it was because of, of the Lord Jesus their savior and then he heard like it sounds like you know for pagans you know there's the guy that it was like Thor Odin and then somebody else Freda I think it was the third one but I don't remember them saying anything about like you know the opposing side like there's these guys and then there's bad somebody bad um I don't know enough about paganism to be able to you know do what they're what they consider a devil but then he learned a miracle he learned Jesus he learned a devil because when he, when he sat there with um Harold and he said something like I just made a deal with the devil or something like that and Leif was like I don't know what that means like that whole I don't know why but I laughed so hard because it was so cute and so funny it's like how I feel you know I'm not a religious person when someone says something religious and it's like a quote of some sort and I'm like I'm, I'm, I don't know what that's supposed to mean it was the same thing but then he got you know he started to have faith in you know Christianity um, and then he he has his reasons and they seem valid. Um, but I also don't think he was ever really religious in the first place. And now he's starting to get faith. And I do like where this is going. So I'm interested to see between him and Harold. I, I'm thinking they're about to be besties. And they're probably going to, uh, Leith is probably going to go wherever Harold goes now. Since they have the tightest relationship. And it seems like Harold doesn't trust anybody at this point. Like he's, he, even though King Canute you know explain to him and he's like you know I'm sorry he didn't do it maliciously but he seen an he's seen an end and I feel like he saw something better and he went for it that's one of the reasons why he didn't kill King Edmund um but I don't think Harold can ever trust him again after what he did so he's not gonna believe like want to follow him anymore and then of course Olaf is the liar what he did to Emma and you know trying to get her like treasure using her kids that was messed up but He's trash, and clearly the company heats is trash. Um, and then um, I guess Freitas, I I don't know what that is. I don't know what's going on. I know she was probably drinking some hallucinogens. She had, um, uh, you know, one of those visual quests, and looks like she's supposed to be saving a town. I think she she thinks she's supposed to save the town that she left. Like I knew her leaving. Like I to me it didn't make sense why the lady with the baby would be like take this and go. They're gonna follow you, and you know that are you gonna stay here like I don't know it doesn't look good for this and I hope her and her baby survive but it just it didn't look very good and it sounded like the guy he looks like the character from 
um, the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. I don't know who designed his, like why they made him have such a bald head and such a long beard and he looks ridiculous. Um, but I guess I don't understand enough of that. So I am interested to see where this goes, but I guess she's got a quest and a, like a destiny that she's supposed to be following. And now her and, it seems like her and Leif, when they do reunite are gonna be on opposing sides so it's gonna be interesting to see their dynamic i know they're gonna love each other but it's not gonna be something is gonna have to give and it's probably gonna be some very hurt feelings so um i will end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out. that was queen mimi with her thoughts on the episode uh you just love to throw when i'm incorrect in my face don't you does it make you feel good (laughs) yes i was incorrect in my defense because i am gonna put myself in the defense chair right now uh they used to do little sequences like this on vikings all the time where it wouldn't be real life so I just assumed that he was hallucinating, but he was not. Um, I also uh, like what you were saying about the fact that Leif may already be more prone to or open to different belief and faith since he isn't as strongly uh, a believer in his own community. That's of course... uh, is kind of brought up by the fact that he hasn't been overly or overtly expressing his his uh thankfulness to the gods it kind of pulls back to the the original vikings that there was this kind of back and forth between religion you know christian versus paganism the similarities and the differences between them ragnar's best friend athelstan was a christian from the moment that he met him uh and he had a moment of you know finding himself questioning his faith so i think that uh you know eventually the vikings did you know the like there were vikings that of course still believe in the old ways and then there were vikings that got very prosperous in the christian way of life I'm glad that vision was confusing because it was to me too and and once again the subtitles come into play every time <laughs> that's the only reason why i knew it was in the past because i was like oh shit because if, if they didn't say it i would have thought the same thing i'm like they all use the same set piece because that technically was the same village um i think that Liv always loved Leif but you know she was in that one day he gonna look at me in the same manner type of waiting phase of the relationship and then she almost dies and that opens his eyeballs to oh my god almost lost you and that would have hurt me in a different way than me losing my other two friends and so yeah I'm pretty I'm calling it now he's a virgin (laughs) and there isn't a lot of people on Greenland if you know a lot about greenland history it's not like there were a whole bunch of options out there in the world uh so yeah i feel like this is they're dipping toes into society uh i wonder if they'll ever bring eric the red into the show because uh, he still was doing shit on his own uh that that made history 
and so i think that this was always in the wind but it definitely came to the forefront in this episode uh you right men definitely raped um (laughs) and that that is exactly what the viking men would have done but i do believe especially the, the you have to remember half of these are christians right like the vikings probably yeah but the christians they consider you know a different alternative more merciful a way in which they do politics particularly and so yeah it's more beneficial for them to keep high value targets or, or high targets uh, that are close to the king nearby you know if not for information you know maybe some other type of worth maybe you can turn them like in the case with godwin where you know king canute's like what do you want from me other than your freedom well no i'd rather be of service to you so he's 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 immediately there to climb the ladder and that's something that king canute you know he's like godwin okay gotcha (laughs) when i need to put a man on the board i know that you're available so yeah i i think that's the reason why and you're completely right i love the way emma was not scared at all because she also knows that she has her own worth and she you are correct she is of viking descent as well and before we head off for the evening we do have some feedback from last week from queen shy so let's hear how she felt about that episode All right, Christina, it's me, Shy, here rushing to give you some feedback for Vikings Valhalla, episode four. I'll probably mix in some episode three since I didn't get feedback for that one. Um, First and foremost, I want to say I am so enjoying this show. So if Vikings, the other Vikings show is anything like this, um, I, I definitely need to get into it. I might try to watch a few episodes this weekend. Um, since I have a weekend, I mean, I have to work a little bit, but for the most part, a weekend is free. Um, so I might, uh, squeeze in a few episodes if I'm not too tired, cause I still gotta watch other stuff. <sighs> so much going on. I, I barely can watch TV or shows during the week. So it's, it's a struggle. <laughs> it's a struggle during the week. But anyway, um, as for this episode, you know slash three and four um um like i said i'm enjoying this show i it's it's so much it's like so much i'm trying to remember because i watched it uh last weekend um first thing first i'm afraid for i forget their names freitas freitas is that her name um leaf's um sister uh i still don't have the names uh imprinted in my mind yet but uh that 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 end i think this is episode three where the lady the healer told her to go like she saw something or sent something that was confusing but he told she told her to go to the priest like right now and and the girl her friend stayed there with the healer and then that berserker guy or i don't know if they're all berserkers or just that one i remember reading about berserkers so i'm proud of myself anyway um it um was he so he's gonna trail he's gonna um track them back to that village so i'm like oh my gosh what's gonna happen there but so uh, that was just a confusing part to me because i'm like 
what did the healer sense and why does she like need her to go to this priest and does and with them uh tracking them to this village what does that mean is everyone gonna die i don't want them to die i mean all they did was was passing through trying to get help and then everyone's gonna suffer Ugh, i'm not happy with that so there's that and so i mean she went through all that to try to save her friend and is her friend gonna die anyway oh so many questions anyway as for leaf and um harold i enjoyed their story in regards to the um, um them trying to find a way to to oh my gosh invade england <laughs> and i'm trying to scramble to remember stuff so that you'll hear a lot of ums you hear that anyway but let's see yes so they found a way to weaken the 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 i mean go into infiltrate invade infiltrate invade england same thing but by weakening the bridge uh the one guy i gotta remember these people's names harold's half brother he i mean he's gonna be a problem because once if, did you know did you peep the the way he was looking when everybody started like cheering for leaf is it leaf or leaf whatever i'm gonna just say leaf um started cheering for him um you know heralding him as the hero the savior whatever i mean he was happy at first but then he had his weird look on his face so i'm wondering if that's gonna be a thing i'm sure it is because the brother seems shady um because when leaf came back with the idea about weakening the bridge he was like one of the ones that was like now nah, i you know like you know his ego couldn't stand that someone came up with a better idea because he thought his idea was going to be the idea um then but then canute went with his idea um leaf's idea which made sense i mean obviously it worked out um so we got that so they ended up taking the bridge taking london because edmund being the kid that he is and the green person that he is uh went out there like an idiot because <laughs> they were uh making fun of him calling him a coward and antagonizing him and so he just couldn't take it his ego couldn't take it and so he charged out there uh, without care and so that was my thing it's like everybody knows because did you notice that oh gosh was he the mercer guy the <laughs> i'm sorry you're just gonna have to just deal with the scattered brain is today uh, of this feedback because i can't remember everybody's name but the guy that came from the other country that was going to be helping out and they went out to enlist his help he kept looking at the queen before looking at edmund so it's like they know that she's the brains behind this operation <laughs> so so i thought that was funny um that he would look at her first even though he agreed to help because of what because of what edmund was saying he was still like looking at her to see you know her reaction to whatever and with him offering up land in exchange for instead of their independence he offered up land and so but of course they ended up they're like oh once they found out looked like they were getting defeated england he's like nah i'll just not let's not get in there and because it looks like we're going to have a different regime in there and we could just do business with them. So why are we going <laughs> to? So like, yeah, let's just uh, go back and we'll hear from the new peoples and we'll try to make a deal with them. So that's smart. You know, it's like if you know, why waste our men for a lost cause? So let's just wait and see who comes who's in charge now. And then we'll 
ask them what we really want, which is to be independent. So that was interesting. Um, let's see what else. Man, all of the the Greenlander people died. Um, besides Leaf and the girl live, and of course his sister, but she's not there. I'm like, they killed all of them. I was so mad. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, poor Leaf. All of his friends, the people he came there with. I don't think there's anybody left besides Liv. So that was very, very, that was just unfortunate. I was not happy to see that. And so now he's, I guess this is how he forged a relationship with the um, Vikings that he's with because all his homeland people are gone. Um, his sister is off on her adventure and he's there with Harold. Um, I hope I'm saying his name right. So it's, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, so obviously not obvious, but I'm I'm thinking it seems appears to be obvious that they took over England and so this uh I'm just curious what they're gonna do with God Goodwin, Godwin, the advisor guy. Cause I was I was kind of like wondering if he was like intentionally leading him to his demise because he but I'm like that wouldn't make sense because the person that defeats them will take over. So what he wouldn't want that. So I would think he would want someone that he can manipulate behind the scenes like he was doing. Like he would want him to be in charge, but he'd be the the one that pretty much getting his way through the king. So instead of the queen, um, I think he that, that was the rival between those two. Goodwin, Godwin, whatever his name is, and the queen. Because she kept trying to advise him, but he wanted to listen to Gup. So that, but yeah, so that was kind of interesting because she's the one that enlisted his help to try to, yeah, it's so much, so much politics, so much politics. I am not a fan of politics. So yeah, so many of that, of so much of that going on. What else? What else? I'm trying to come up with what else happened. I can't think of anything. So I think I'll just leave it at this. I think I've <laughs> thrown together some feedback. <laughs> that hopefully is coherent um but it doesn't hurt that we have a plethora of good looking men to look at while we're watching this show so that doesn't hurt at all um but that's all i think i'm gonna leave it at that because i'm gonna just be sitting here trying to figure out what else to say and now i could just this is good enough so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the previous two episodes. She cracked me up because she was, she told me, she's like, you can just erase all that, um, you know, shit that I sent you. And I was like, no. <laughs> so don't have much to add, but a few, a few lingering thoughts. Yes, Olaf, very much a problem and he's i can't wait to see your your reaction episode six and yeah the thing about england is they're so backwards from vikings where they respect their women and and allow them to have positions of power whereas england is like you got this guy strona's like yeah i'm not working i'm not working for a woman a queen and she sees the son as a puppet you're a puppet king being controlled now by godwin who is uh the son of a traitor and a viking uh woman who i very much do not respect so of course he turned his back on them and 
he definitely paid a price for it not the price he was expecting <laughs> and we'll conclude it there uh hopefully you'll be back for our next episode and we do definitely miss you hope you having a better sunday than you are a saturday as mimi put in the comments and i'm just seconding her uh if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackocouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>